0: Hello and welcome to today's Just Chopsin podcast and radio show And today we are with Steve Diggle And Steve Diggle is one of the founding members of the Buscocks How are you doing Steve? Nice
1: to be here, yes
0: Are you very, really? uh, very in the pub? Yeah So you've just been telling us you've been doing interviews uh, Quite a lot of interviews today Who have you been doing interviews for?
1: Um I think one was from court and one was for some other magazines. I've lost track of it, really. All right, OK. Right. You got a new album out called Sonic in the Soul? Yes, that's
0: right. And how's that being received, mate?
1: Oh, very good. It's just in the indie charts at number 15, but um, that's good. You know, it's first first time out here. But, yeah, it's been received well, actually. Yeah? I mean, uh, a lot of the people and the fans that bought it, the regular fans and new people really like it so you know they're getting it really that's the thing
2: yeah yeah you know, because
1: yeah. um I'm trying to make it different than you know last Buzzcocks albums and stuff yeah you I was know? going to
0: say it's very different it is very different yeah. to be honest it's a bit more oasis yeah. than uh, Buzzcocks if you like
1: uh, don't know about that but yeah I've <laughs> drank for we only live sound but um, the thing is um um I I try to take, I wrote it in COVID time and I try to take all the um, the elements of Broscox yeah uh, with it but try and move it on to somewhere else as well you know
0: yeah 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 I mean it, yeah I suppose it's, it's pretty difficult, difficult without Pete
1: well not really I mean but it is difficult you know it's it's painful to lose my brother and it's you know it's painful not to have him there yeah but um, but also, I could have easily rewrote singles going steady or something because I know how it's done, you know. Yeah, well, I'm the guy that wrote Promises, I'm in my head, and not the old ones like that. But this one I thought I've got to move on to somewhere else with it as well. Yeah, you know, make a clean break because we've got all them things in the castle. I've got all the other great songs, the Ever Fallen's and all Me in my head, and what's on them on. And, <coughs> um, but you know, um, I thought. Gotta take you somewhere else as well, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well yeah. and so that's what I try to do with it. And you know, I think it's kinda of works. Uh, most people have gone of pleased with it, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ah, cool.
1: That's good. Are you are you looking to gig the album as well now?
0: Because I've been on your, your socials and I've not been able yeah. to see any any tour dates or anything that's come
1: up yet. Yeah, we're we're doing some um we're doing it we're playing uh Tunbridge Wells this weekend, and we're joining, funnily well enough, normally Bruce Fox and from the jam for a few gigs. Well, we're joining them over the years as well. Okay. Which is a, which is a weird one, but um, it's kind of good, I have no Bruce fears. But also, we're doing our own gigs as well, but we're joining them because it's some fourth anniversary, they're doing, you know. All right, so, okay, yeah. So, we've jumped on a bit of their gigs with stuff uh, as well. Oh, but cool. yeah, we will be on tour to about April. Oh, cool. next year, with it all. Do you still so, do, like, all the festivals, like Rebellion and that sort of stuff, mate? Yeah, we just did K-Fest. We had a thing called K-Fest this year. OK. And it was on the Blackpool Seafront, and we played to 8,000 people there, you know. Oh, right, that's pretty good. And it's pretty good considering that, um, you know, we did uh, at least three songs off this new album, Um. Some of the classics up, and some um, some of the regular people that follow around. Uh, you know, we did some uh, album tracks as well that we don't normally play. So it's kind of like a three-tier set. It's so a lot, lots of kind of cram into, you know, uh, get the three categories together really. Yeah. But um, but they all loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And especially you know, when we was playing like Manchester, Rain, Bad Dreams, and um. um You've just got to let it go, and another song off the new album. You know,
3: hmm. they've
1: never heard them before. Yeah, and yeah. And we've we've been doing a lot of gigs this year, and um, you know, they're looking at notes as well. Some, you know, they wouldn't have heard them before. Yeah, you know, before the album. So that's been a good test. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's
0: good. Yeah, I've I've had a good listen to it today, and um. I was saying, Terry, before, before you came on, my favourite track is Bad Dreams.
1: Yeah, I love that one too, yeah. 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 And as somebody said, the great line is, uh, well, I said, had a bad dream, but now it's gone, which is the kind release, you know, it's not getting too down there. Yeah. And also the key lines at the end, was it just a dream or just real life, you know? Yeah. So it's that one. I can't like that because Buscox always had a sugar like on autonomy and maybe Fiction Romance, kind of. Those, you always had a chug, so I thought, as I was writing the album, I kind of wrote songs, normally you write a bunch of songs and then you kind of sequence them at the end, hmm. but as I was writing the album, I wrote them kind of to sequence, which I've never done before. Okay. In terms of like, we've got kind of three fast ones at the beginning, and now here's the bad news. We've got to say now Bad Dreams, and some heavier stuff, so, you know, I experiment yeah. and all that. But I, I tried to make that a, a 70s album pre punk, really,
3: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of like the whole experience. Mm-hmm. It's like, because when you read a book, you, you know, you start at the beginning and you have to get to the end of the book to know what the book's about. And the same with an album, remembering all days, certain albums, not just a collection of songs, it was all kind of somehow interlinked. Or it was a whole experience. And I don't yeah. want you to get that, you know, these fucking downloaders and all these people cherry picking tracks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this album is not just to tap your feet to, it's like let's get into this kind of you know, a bit more density and experience of an album. Like yeah. we used to have when we was young, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why yeah. I tried to do
1: it. with it. When yeah. you listen we- to the whole album you realise it paints a bigger picture than just, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool We we talk about that quite often, don't we we you know, kind of like modern
0: society People that listen to something for 15 seconds Or like you said, cherry-pick specific songs And a lot of people don't just, you know Chuck an album on and listen from start to
1: finish anymore It's a shame No, it? well, that's say it. It's like as you remember growing up yourself The experience of an album and Considering the album, the, the final The final 12-inch album is a lot more popular now. Mm. It's like, Let's treat that with respect, and let's try and pass on to younger kids not young kids come to our gigs. Try and pass that on to them, like you know, it can be life-changing in the full form of it, you know. Yeah. And, and give you that whole thing, You're not just about tapping your feet. It's like a whole deal. So, I yeah, kind of it's, will, will it's- to what, I realized halfway through that's what I needed to be doing right to order that. Mate. Give me that density, a bit of a philosophical thing. And a bit of reflection, the artist holding the mirror, like in bad dreams, because it's like a bit trans. When you go into that trans mode in that chug, then you can go into yourself and you know internalize things, what the music's doing to you, but also find things about yourself. I mean, it sounds a bit high for losing that, but that's what I was trying to do on that song. Mm. It's like, you know, let's find out. Here go, moments of realisation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So if but, we can get if we can get something from it, rather than just tapping your fucking foot fuck to it, then it's more important. But I, I had... Um, right, you're back. Sorry, are we back? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got... I've got a music room, but it was the summer of COVID and it was really hot, so I wrote a lot in my shed. And I found like Bowie's um not old cassette of Bowie um Diamond Dogs in there. Oh right. And yeah. I thought and I thought, that's a dark album I and mean, that's Bowie's not singing fucking Starman on that, you know. Yeah. Um and I'm thinking, need some of that enrichment in there. Subconsciously that might have soaked in a little bit, you know. Yeah. An yeah. album's like that, you know. Yeah, When it's like, you know, um, bringing someone out into it, like, don't mess with my brain, everyone's like. But also, there's a song called Experimental Farm. Now, it was COVID. COVID kind of started, and then um, it was let up for a bit. So I went to Greece, um, and I was in Greece, at the lecture palace hotel. I went to a bookshop ago there, my missus is Greek, you know, and But I was, uh, went to the uh, bookshop I go to, and it's three floors of Greek books, and they've got about ten books in, written in English, you know. Right? Yeah. So, so I thought I ain't got much choice here. But I thought we yeah, had H.G. Wells' two short stories, *The Invisible Man* and *Food of the Gods*. I thought this is weird. I, you know, I'll, I'll buy that because at least I can read it because I can't read Greek. But um, it um, I thought so. I read The Invisible Man, which is amazing because we kind of seen the film but never actually read the book. Mm. And um, I thought we're all we're all wearing masks around that time. <laughs> and I thought this is ironic. I'm reading The Invisible Man, you know. Oh. But then the next story was Food of the Gods, and and um, with that it was. Kind of like um, some professor, uh, some scientist uh, from London goes out at Kent, gives a couple of you know, former bumpkins this substance. It's like if you if you take this, if you feed this to the chickens, the chickens would grow big. Well, when that was the chickens grew big, but also um, rats grew big and butterflies grew big, everything got big. And I thought. That's kind of like the substance they tell you on the bus or the tube, you know, don't yeah. touch it. So I thought, this is weird. The infant's with the mask and now this but, it, but also I thought, where's it going with this? Everything's going big. The village is in disarray. You know, it's all getting out of hand. And then um, the kids that ate this food, they grew massive. It was like oh, going true. to the And I thought, wait, what's the key to this story? And the the kids that grew giant said, we're really tall. We've grown tall. We're too tall to go in the village anymore. It's all them small people making the rules. Oh, making yeah. the rules and regulations and keeping us out. And I thought, that's this little political thing there. Yeah. So having read that, that's how I came up with that track experimental farm.
2: All right, OK.
1: Yeah. But also at the same time, you know, Apart from my drink and I smoke, I'm very concerned what we eat and what they put in the food, uh, which has saved my life. It really, enables me to drink and smoke a bit more um, <laughs> and do, do other things sometimes. And, uh, so there's all that. And I thought, I've never written a song about food. So essentially about that as well, and also about the political thing of what they do with this food, is Yeah. yeah. Which I think causes heart attacks, strokes and diabetes and all that as well. You yeah, not, I mean you can read into it a lot more. But basically it's some sort of experimental Farm. So yeah. As we go on the album, you know, you've got to track that, that you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I've spoken about this recently, actually, because there's a lot more cases of NS in popping up. Right? Yeah. It's it's like I, I mean I know people that again it and it's just like what are they putting in the food or what are they putting in the water? I'm sure they're trying to kill us before we get yeah. the pension age because there's not going to be any pension left, you know?
1: No, no so, exactly, yeah. There's an but agenda you somewhere. Se- you get 75, you don't have to pay your television licence. Fucking whoopee, you know, they say. Is yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> so what you're living for? But, um, yeah, I mean, there's all them things. And if you don't get the things in your body, you can tell them people with them white, pale faces, Yes. It's like they're the eating cheap food. The, if you get no nourishment in your body, then you're gonna fucking you're gonna die, early, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. a big concern. Yeah. And um, when I changed my diet, at least 15 years ago or more, just eating simple and basic healthy food, um, it helped me to drink a smoke and smoke. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I sniff a bowl of steam every day. We did a gig with Sting in France, a big festival. I said to him, I'm snorting steam these days. <laughs> 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 and he said, in the cleanse, you But it's true, because even if they talk about, you know, the um, the climate change and exhaust things of causing it, you know, even if you don't smell like me, if you do a bowl of steam every day, like you do as a kid, yeah. you put a bacon or something, you snort a bowl of steam every day, you're cleaning your lungs of all the outside pollution, you know. Yes. It's just... I'd like to pass it on to people. It's a simple way of cleaning yourself without worrying about, you know... drowning yourself. ...rivers and stuff. It's a simple, interesting thing. It costs you two quid for a bowl and a kettle of steam, you know
0: what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. So let's get back to... I'm back to the steam age now. Trains went diesel, but I'm back in the steam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. I mean, the price of
1: electric nowadays.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I might get
1: a water wheel in my house soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's an important point about that song for me, is, uh, and you think, you can say the government's wrong, we all know that, I mean, you know, I ain't going to put that in a song, but I'll put it another way, you know, but it's like I'm not going to insult people, that's like, you know, he's telling me that, what, really, I want more from a song, you know? yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, but the food thing, and even that steam thing, I'm telling you, I think that's kind of, you know, something you can do for yourself quick and easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And people say, oh, you go to them old shops, it's expensive, but buy less, don't buy 500 bottles of Coca-Cola and all the other shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I, don't eat for enjoyment, I eat for else now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which well, I mean, learning process with it, you know. To
0: be honest, I mean, I, my... View of food, I mean, I, I used to do like weight training and stuff. I only oh. used to eat for fuel.
1: Yeah, well, thanks,
0: Johnny. yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, because my girlfriend doesn't understand how I can eat the same fucking meal like 10 times a day every day. You know what I mean? Because all I used to eat at one point was chicken, broccoli, and fucking rice. And I, I'd eat that like four or five times a day, seven days a yeah. week. And it, it wouldn't bother me. You know, I never eat no, sweets. Shown, yeah. I never ate, I never drink squash or pop. Yeah, no. you know, so that's not really a, an unhealthy meal. It's just, it's the no, same. It,
1: you've adapted it. Your body tells you what you're eating and what you're doing. You know, when you put something bad in there, and it's like, oh, you know, and yet, you, so you've adapted it. You know, it's yeah. uh, it, it, it's important for all that. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. But now but, they've got uh, this thing called the bisagins. Have you heard of them? Okay. They've got this thing now, they call, they call them obesogens. Right. And they are fucking they, what, they've, what they've decided is obesogens, things yeah. that are found in plastic. So when they wrap your food in plastic, these obesogens are making you fat, right? All oh, right, yeah. But that doesn't really make sense, does it? Because, I mean, as a bodybuilder myself, I'm an ex-bodybuilder mm. even. Yeah. I was eating out of Tupperware fucking five, six times a day. Do you know what I mean? And I never, I mean, got, I never got fat. It's
1: just those fat fuckers eating fucking crisps and everything. Yeah, that's what's making them plastic. fucking fat, you know. If yeah, well exactly. But if you eat the right foods, foods you build up immunity to any other crap that comes in. So yeah, easy, yeah. Boxes. It's like now they cut they cut with a fish and it's full of fucking you know, they're water bottles, you know, bits of plastic. You think you're having a nice sea bass and it's like. It's like them fat plastic fish used to win at the fair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just make you worry about that stuff, you know, with that. But yeah. um, just to point that out to people, or just to put in a song, you know, in all the to, you know, it's one of my little undertone political things with that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, if you're going to say anything about, you know, that's part of the new rock and roll re- revolution, really, I think, in some ways, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, it should
1: be, yeah. yeah. Then you can go out and do your drink and your drugs and your smoke. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you go out for
0: a jog in the morning. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, all, we've all been there, and I think everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> but somebody told me the other day, I met this girl, and she said, She's have a shot, shot of gin before she goes to the gym. I mean, that's what.
3: <laughs>
0: gin before gin?
1: Before, before she goes to the gym. That's
0: a new one, isn't it? Gin before yeah, gym. Yes, I
1: don't know about that. You know, you're going to infuse it fast. you You're supposed to reward yourself after with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's like oh, yeah. gin will fix it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should be on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I
3: love that. It. Love it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: So you've been around the scene for, I you know, 40 years. Yeah. I don't know how many years it is now, to be honest. But, I mean, what would you say your favourite ever punk gig
1: was? Oh, um, I mean, what I realised early on was, the um, thing is, in China, back in 1976, we brought Sex Pistols to Manchester. So we all got them. All the journalists came down to review the Sex Pistols, Surprise. Prize, there was a band from Manchester, and according to Pete, we started two days before the class. They're all our mates, you know. Yeah. The nucleus was the Clash, the Pistols, the Jam, and the Dam in nineteen seventy-six. Yeah. We wrote the script. All the other ones are acting out of the play, you
2: know.
1: Yeah. But, but, um, so there was an intensity then. Of, of you know your surroundings, a million people coming up on the dole, and all that. Yeah, but we kind of had a bit of existential and We realised the world was a bit complex, so we had a lot of that in our thing. Like I say, we went down to all the governments. I'm saying, what you're telling me? That oh, was fucking, you know, that's, that was we simple for us, really. Yeah. Uh, but we never consciously sort of decided on anything. So we were kind of mit- fit, misfits. We do whatever you want. We, we kind of looked at the world in a different way, but. Um, it brought everybody alive and it brought Manchester's alive. Alive, It's like, oh, we've got a local band, you know, and all the journalists wrote about it and put us on the map, you know, and we had mm. the spiral scratch, which kind of blew people's mind, I guess. now, You know, it was like very different than anything out there. Um, and away we went from there. So had yeah, all the intensity of 1977, we did the white rights over the class. Mm. We did a, a lot of our, you know, our own gigs all around them. And it, under the umbra, it was all like cold punk, but then bands became the, the bands, you know. The Clash became the Clash. One of the albums, the Buzzcocks became the Buzzcocks, so you could differentiate and see what the difference was. In the beginning, it was all about the attitude and, 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 and um, the statement of intent of that, you know. And yeah. sort of dar Irish thing, rip it up, throw it here, and let's see what happens yeah. So there was all, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then it goes on. till at my age now, it's like, don't worry about what I'm playing. I'm worried about what you're doing in the audience, you know. Yeah. So we come to the only church to rock and roll and try and bring people in and um, experience the thing. And in between the band and the audience, that's where you see God, the devil, and, every, and your gospel and everything in life. That's the lovely exchange I've learned over the years. It's like, I'm concerned what you're doing out there, not what I'm doing here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it should, let's have some sort of exchange here and dispers this kind of thing, isn't you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to end up in like Pumpkin. But <laughs> 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 well, what did you think about like, the new wave
0: of rock that came through with bands like Green Day and that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, I know they, I never read the books. Prox- you know, they said they're influenced by us and that, yeah. Yeah. But, but like I say, we wrote the script then that's it out of the place, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Lost lost in translation in some ways. Yeah, but that's what I thought.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a great compliment. But even this album is called Sonics in a Sonic the soul, these songs come from the heart and soul and who we were, you know. Mm. Whereas sometimes you can detect when people are aping a thing, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. when where's you know, philosophically, the great thing, where is that fucking stuff they're supposed to be singing about? Like Little Richard used to sing about stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: That's, excuse me, right? Hello? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Hello, mate. Excuse me. Oh, can I know what it is? But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mate. And, uh, <laughs> I'm in a pub. I've done a lot of interviews today. I'm celebrating being at number 15 or whatever. Yeah, anyway, you're,
2: all right, you're all right,
1: mate. You're all right. Which um, you can kind of tell the um the um, uh what's real and what's not, but it, you know yeah because in one way on this album I want to see when I was a kid I, I had the first Beatles album I had a Beatles single but uh, when I was seven years old back in about 1963 um girl across the road I had long blonde hair my mate's sister was. 16, beginning yes. as a swinging 60, but, And she had a hairdryer. And now we the Russians have put a Sputnik in the space. and I thought, she's trying to with me Russian Sputnik. But watching <laughs> watching her dry her long brown hair and listen to the first Beatles album, I got the Beatles to the tunes and, and the harmonies. And I thought this is all girl Bob Dylan. I don't know what he's saying, and I still don't know what he's saying. his Dave, hey, but he's saying something. And um, that Really affected me, and I thought I didn't realize at seven years old that crystallized my life, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got sick here, and I was watching it, uh, listening to music. Like, well, I wasn't even going to go into music, and I, you know. Yes. But, um, but that was a major moment, but, but those kind of moments I, I, I think it's important how we listen to music and when it goes, and that's what it looks to mm-hmm. me. And I it just to a certain extent you get people slipping on a banana skin on TikTok, which is a whole yeah, different yeah, world? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's not that fucking funny, man. You know, who yeah. the fuck are you? Yeah. Mm. So I'm about that, really.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, and this album's about that, really. I can't yeah. say. And that uh, Diamond Dogs in the background and a couple of other things. And, um, and a bit of density of the Dylan things, really, and things like that. You know, I kind of reflected back, uh, back to my childhood and stuff, or whatever, I was growing up, and how I loved the music, because we made a lot of personal albums, mm. and mm. I thought, I'm on my own now, without my brother Pete, mm. I'll, bring, I'll bring some of the ingredients that we have there, my guitar they've you seen know,
3: mm.
1: stuff like that, and um, I'm playing into the album. I'll make it a bit heavy, a bit philosophical, and... Catchy as, COVID, yeah.
0: <laughs> Catchy as Covid. Catchy like as it.
1: Covid. Catchy as Covid. Well, I love Covid for that because it gave me this album. Yeah, Obviously,
0: yeah, if you been locked
1: you? up, yeah. 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 And I thought the next album, which I'm already halfway through, rightly, I'm not recording it, yeah. um, um, which hopefully will be different from this. I see this as a bridge album. It's like, yeah, you can hear the buzzcocks there, but it's moving on a bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we should move on somewhere else after this. Okay. There's still with the bus flavor, you know. Because, like I say, I could have wrote a, you know, a bus sound album like the other ones. Yeah. Because there's some people who go, like, "Oh, it don't sound like the bus stop thing." Yeah. It's like, no, because it's a new album. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not real, man. You know, you understand what's going on here. You know? Well, it's so,
0: 2022, mate. Yeah. Isn't it?
1: When I wrote Autonomy, I was 20, you know, and Fast Cars and that, yeah. 20. And it was the punk rock thing. And the world has changed, you know, there's no mobile phones then or computers mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and you're affected by your environment, so, you know, it's all that. Yeah. I mean, that song, Just Let It Go, that says about, it's so easy to leave it's lonely soldier to get off the phone. That, you know, you've just got to let it go because... You know, people are fucking attacking people and filming them on the phone and putting it on the computer, Yeah, but, uh, Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, references, modern stuff that's going on, you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. Yeah. Don't mess with my brain. It's like people disarm with the government and also it was the COVID time, so... Yeah, yeah. Some, and I think the guy from Court said this, And I never thought about this, really, but he kind of said... Um, this is kind of reflect modern Britain now. And I thought, you're right really. You know? I was just playing about what everybody was thinking and feeling ourselves, you know, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of moments of like that. Yeah. You know, senses out of control, the single the first single, um it's um um it wasn't my senses out of control. I thought it's a general statement, everybody's senses out of control. And they still are, you know what I mean? Nobody knows kind of where they are in the world at the moment you know
3: yeah yeah politically right,
1: yeah. and every financially all the things so I kind of you know you can't exclude the listeners like general things like that right? yeah and Elton John played that he, he loved it we never sent it but Elton found it itself and sent a message but I love that scene oh did he I brilliant did. oh look, yeah and I thought you know, normally these people have like producers that like, oh, go, "You must play this, you are the DJ. And I'm sure you don't. There, you play what you like. But yeah. um, um, Elton found that himself and uh, put it on his show. And I thought that's pretty amazing. Really. You know that he man of his days. I have met him a couple of times, but yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't even know he had a show. No, I didn't till he sent a message. And I never heard it on there, but he must have. believe. Yeah, well, cool. <laughs> I've got one on the about about fake news as well. Everything you thought you knew is wrong. I thought well, that's a great title. And then I thought it's fake news, you know, because yeah. Trump would sit around and all that. People stop and stare at small screens everywhere, and everything you thought it's wrong. Yeah. This is kind of true, under me. So trying to adapt to the modern world of these modern things. And mm. Manchester Rain, the new single, Yeah, I was, just pre-Covid, a couple of years ago, uh, we did 11 gigs, and we had a lovely single called Got to Get Better, but the B-side, yeah. Destination Zero, is even better, I think. But, um, so, I'm going, in. we're playing in Manchester, and I'm going in the stage door, um, and there's these kids there, can you time your records, Stephen? All that, we're having a chat and we're stood in the pouring rain. And um, I thought that was me 40 um, odd years ago, you know. yeah. So that kind of inspired Manchester, really. But it, it wasn't about hopes and dreams of being successful or famous in the band or something. I thought the main achievement is if. If you can find a way to deal with life, to deal with yourself in life, hmm. and to deal with life, you know what I mean? It's like, I can get through life somehow, you know what I mean? Hmm. And that's the main sentiment of this song. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a metaphorical rain. It's not about me getting fucking wet <laughs> 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 I don't know, it's always raining in tester, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, night, it's like, you can find yourself in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. deal with life. Yeah. Which I think everybody, a lot of people in a lot of towns, you know, it's an important thing at the moment, you know. Yeah. How yeah. I, how how can I deal with myself? How can you survive in these things, you know? Mm.
0: The
2: yeah, there's a,
1: lot,
0: there's a lot of people struggling with mental health uh, yeah, like
1: issues. Yeah, you've got that double the of the middle class bouncing about and then you've got your pressure on, you know.
0: Yeah. Lots
1: yeah. to deal with when you're a your kid. And like, one, you can't buy a house because you'll never have enough money, which is criminal, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. I blame the BBC for that. Remember them programmes in the 80s, you know? When going, you put a mirror up in a plant pot, you've just made underground, you've mugged somebody up. You know? <laughs> a house used to be a home, not an investment, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's a, an in-
0: investment, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm on my hobby, I'll But when I make people... When I make people in the BBC, I have to find out. To them, yeah.
2: yeah, 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 that's okay.
1: The thing's very important, because, you know, young people can't buy houses now. A house used to be home with love in it. Yeah. On a, on a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, now it's an investment, you know, yeah, which is all wrong. You know, I, I just think that you know, it's for anybody on the market that wants a roof over their head, and, you know, to get married enough kids, and that very difficult, too. They to say, Yeah, it is, yeah, it is Not
0: yeah. much, there's not much affordable housing, uh, anymore, is there?
1: No. no, you're not in the market, you've yeah. either got to be a bank robber or a drug dealer or something to buy a house.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: you, can't get, you can't get a job at a supermarket and go and going to buy a nice house. somewhere. very difficult. You
0: know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most so, kids nowadays live with their mum and dad. So they're like thirty-five, yeah. don't
1: they? Well, exactly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because they just can't afford to get a place of their own. Like no,
1: exactly. Yeah. And, and that's
0: when that's we were stupid. kids, we were sixteen, seventeen, getting out in the world, and you know,
1: yeah, you never had to think about any things I mean, no. I own a house down the road. I bought that, but it was a cheap price. Our so relative was cheap, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: I bought it for a home. You know, what I mean the roof on and the bed, and the family, you know all that.
2: Yeah,
1: And I see so many kids that they can't afford this kind of. You know, that's all wrong with that for me. You know. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah.
1: That's my political thing, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. It's, well, I wish my mate Joe Summers so he'd probably agree with me.
0: Yeah, he probably would actually. You
1: know. So that's the complications in that. But also, you got to get, make the art and the music of yourself. So.
2: Yeah,
1: and I like the song "You've Changed Everything" now because that's another thing you can be with. You can have a mate or a girlfriend or a wife that you thought you knew all your life,
3: mm.
1: and then suddenly they've changed. You wow. know what I mean? Suddenly, it's like I thought you knew. I thought it was my mate. I thought it was my girlfriend or my wife. Yeah, and then you, you come 10, 15 years, and then suddenly you don't know them. You don't know the person. So yeah. that's kind of a little bit what that's about, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah.
0: A bit like me and yeah. David.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly.
0: He's always changing on me, he is. He's
1: exactly. like a chameleon.
0: He's like a chameleon.
1: I don't know, I don't know what I would do with him. <laughs> don't trust him. If he like says he's your best mate, it's like, well, we'll see. <laughs> he's
0: family, mate. He's family. He's even worse.
1: yeah well that's how they all are at the beginning (laughs) down the line it's like you might jump in the street and no one's telling you it's like what's happened (laughs) a great a great thing about that so i'm a big fan of james joyce that's how i wrote harmony in my head i thought i won't write a linear song i walk down the street i turn left i make it a bus stop kind of thing yeah. I write this cinematic imagery, you know. So only made a sort of come that modern technique, which James Joyce did, and then uh, William Burroughs, and then Bowie, you know, then cut up things. Yeah. So it's all like, you know, we're we're getting input from everywhere, you know, it's like you're not when you look at somewhere like that now, I'm getting hit by the lines. I'm looking at people over there, this, that, you know that's what we're doing and that was the impulse of the change George Bookman but going back to the song about you change everything now it's kind of like, I was reading a criticism about it. and he said like um, we automatically when we go to bed we wake up in the morning and think all oh, the pieces get back we, we are who we are you know yeah. and I thought well it makes a notion because we just go to bed and fall asleep and we think we'll wake up as we were. Yeah, but well, what happens if you woke up and not everything to a you know? Yeah. That, that's some magical wonder to me. It's like, well, I'll go to bed tonight and I'm automatically going to wake up as Steve Diggle and all the rest of it. Yeah. Well, okay. how does that happen?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What amazes yeah. me, man. I'm
1: checking yes. about that. And yeah. that part of you change everything, you change everything now as well. It's like that wonder in that. So. Yeah. So but we automatically wake up thinking we're going to be the same as we were yesterday.
0: Isn't it? Yeah, but what amazes me is people are not afraid to fall asleep, but they're afraid to die. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, well, there's some people that never woke up either.
0: Yeah, I know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. sleep. Going to sleep. Yeah, But going yeah. to
0: sleep is like a, a metaphorical, metaphorically yeah. the same, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's almost like training yourself to die in a way. Yeah. It? But it is true, yeah, you know, don't know if you think, oh, probably me when I wake up and all that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Owls. You know, who's we'll to say, yeah. we'll say what's going to be different when you're dead? It's like, you don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows.
1: You just don't wake up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but that song, you change everything now. Some of the ingredients of what we're talking about is in that song, but kind of after, you know, it's probably about two and a half minutes, which a lot of these songs are on this one. And...
0: Oh, it's cut off again. Cut off
1: again. Um, time... And again. Those things there, but you've got to wrap it up to this simple story, mm-hmm. isn't
2: it? Yeah.
1: Well, that's yep. some of the wonderment underneath that song you that. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you've suddenly changed. You've got a pair of fucking jeans on now and you're... <laughs> <I did>. Tick tock <laughs> back to tick again well <laughs> <laughs> you know I was experimenting explaining because on the last album which is about seven years ago some of the songs started getting longer which is a good thing sometimes yeah. but uh, I thought like let's make it to the point and some of them were like two and a half minutes I had to chop verses off I worked with a clock on the wall and I said I'm playing these songs I'm like, hold on, a minute, got these lovely other great bits, but then it's going on a bit, and a bit too verbose so or complicated. So I've tried to make it simple and direct, like the beginning of how we started, yeah. you know, with our run of singles. Yeah. So this, but
2: right.
1: getting that complexity in the songs, that's what I try to do as well. You know, with a few minutes, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's not an easy task, mate.
1: Not really, no. Yeah, but it um, kind of wasn't, it wasn't, you know. Yeah. But it, you know, it's kind of like speed but you know, on a record. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two minutes to impress this chick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, just going to tell him a the world's and you're eating the wrong food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of, those fucking <laughs> <abeasogens>. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, all right then no oh, you've broken on me again
1: oh.
0: <laughs> I can, can, you what you're saying?
1: can you hear me now
0: yeah yeah you're back on now Hello.
1: the last track a lot of people like that being their size now so a lot of people asking um, um, who was Julia because they've got a Got a note from Julia, Corridors of Power, you know. Yeah. Thought control reality in a crystal golden shower. When I turned around and looked into your Venus eyes. Now, Julia, I never normally mention girls or anybody's names in songs, but um, if you remember in 1984, Winston Smith's in a few, and then coming the other way is Julia and she hands him a note. And you're not supposed to have relationships in that book in 984, not to show love and that. So, all right, yeah. Simply about that. Right. Just to clear it out for people. Now, a lot of people like the song, but they're not, they're not sure who Julia was. We've set 984, answered Manoa, and I got an old from Julia Cordes of Power, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. We've got to remember Boris Johnson was in there. And then, you know, thought control reality in a crystal golden shower there was a lot of sex scandals as usual, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, yeah. Yeah. And also, it does say, though well, the world is changing, reality is changing too, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And the things they're saying, they're making you say too, you know? Yeah. So it's that, man.
2: So yeah.
1: That's, yeah. That's the complexity. That, apart yeah. That's a nice tune.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, know, I, know. I thought it was Gordon's girlfriend, to be honest. Who?
1: Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> if you're anybody's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a girlfriend called Julie, well, lucky. <laughs> well, Jill, did job, on it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> those some the things, people have been asking me, what's this song about, Much what's Yeah, yeah. But also, there was a lovely moment I made in a problem here with dance, she said, I don't want to know what the songs about. I just was that, and I thought, let's keep it that. you know? Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because people have, to have, have their happy memories of songs as well. they they have their own notions. They say, you take what you want from the song, and that's yeah. What's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, you interpret it yeah? how you how you how you interpret it. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a wonderful thing because if you explain it, you know no wiser really. When you kind of like small. Yeah. What you get from it, you know.
0: Yeah. But that's only your interpretation, isn't it?
1: Yeah. You know. I'm telling a little story and I'm putting the ideas for, but I've got the answer. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, avoid that linear stuff and have that complexity or, you know, just messing about with words, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I love Dylan cool. Thomas, you know. Yeah. You know, cool, under, my, under my Woods. It's yeah. all about the shit chat and that you know oh you know, all that stuff so I love all that yeah when I was when I was a kid buying Rolling Stones records and all the rest of them all that stuff proven um I think I was 16 and I bought um a child's christmas by Dylan Thomas okay the, the album I was already you know yeah buying a poet album not just like you know Bowie or the stones or somebody mm. and on the back he said he went to a local pub, he drank a lot, and then walked around the corner to the BBC studios and recited his album word for word. And I thought, Dylan Thomas is rock and roll, man. <laughs> yeah. And I've been to those pubs since, and I'm thinking, fuck, you know. I'm thinking, i do it because when I've been to them, I thought, I could walk around the corner of the BBC now. that. <laughs> But that was a beautiful imagery and, you know, also introduced to the love of words. You know, Dylan was great at that. And um, when you read that on the back, you know, he, you know, shrunk himself, turned himself to death and <laughs> around on the corner and shot this album, words, words, straight up. Amazing. Yeah, wow. That is amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. up there with any rock and roll album you know? yeah yeah so, so yeah. I, I like a bit of that as well, you know, well that influenced you as a kid you know? yeah, yeah yeah. but now look at me <laughs> yeah well now you're, now you're in your my life,
0: I don't think you'll be walking home mate
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't really sign a poetry album tonight
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright then well thanks for telling us about your album
1: right do you like it? It's all right, yeah. It? Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's
2: good.
1: I like it. Yeah. And I say I've changed my voice on it as well a bit, you know. Yeah, a bit. Changed my voice a bit. It's messing with the voices, you know. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I, I've I've got to be honest. I like the single track stuff better than the multi track stuff. Yeah. Yeah. On your
1: singing, I mean. I've I mean. d- double tracked my voice on a few things. Yeah. Only because I did it straight and we didn't use, you know, didn't do the ADC thing, I double track and stuff. Yeah. But also, I was messing about with the voice sounds and stuff. Okay. Because yeah. I thought, a um, bus don't have, used to have the P tracks and my tracks, so we, I picked one and that yeah. the nice choir vitality, and then... On the later albums, you know, I became the rocker one, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah got my little Richard voice or Yeah. Or, or, or the John Lennon on Twist and Shout or the um, Paul McCartney I looked on, um, on Let It Be, which was, oh, you know, that, that's a long way from yesterday. So I was messing with, and I thought, I'll try and vary, vary the voices on this album because there's no P now, so I'll do some some other ones. <laughs> Other voices, but also it, it kind of fits the character uh, away. I had to sing the Manchester Rainer and the Manchester voice,
2: yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, we're gonna lose you in a minute,
2: all right. Yes, yeah. I
1: did. Uh, that's uh, I was messing around that, I was kind of messing around with the voices for now, which was kind of important and interesting, I think, you know, in terms of that. So I say, Bowie, Bowie did that, you know station yeah, yeah. station. He's not singing that starman voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bob Dunn's not singing ain't hey, Mister Tambourine Man these days. In that, but you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. It's trying to find some <clears throat> maturity and some other things, you know. So a lot of mix, a lot of things. Yeah, which I find fascinating to do it, and you, you know, you live and die by that. You live and die by the sword on these things. Mm. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So on the next voice, i will have somebody else, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Turn, turn the into in. my turn into my <laughs> yard. That's a blaster of the past. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um no, the important of the inflections and the things that I was trying to do on this album. So there's that as well. Yeah. Sometimes it's heavily double tracked, yeah. Or the two voices on them, and then others to be single. But then the single voices, like a Venus size, and uh, uh, don't mess don't my brain. With, don't mess with my brain. And just like get, let it go. I thought back to the, kind of the old Steve voice, really. You know. Yeah. So and they do work as well. You know they. So yeah, I like it. I like you it. You know, enjoy. It. But I just tried to make it very, You know. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: the way. We're... Anyway.
1: Yeah. That's cool, uh, man. That's good. All right, mate, we all good. Yeah, yeah. thanks for talking yeah, to us. Great. Get some sonics in your soul. And this is a weird one today. I was hoping to get one, but it's stuck in the pump. So.
2: Nah, no problem, no problem. It's been good fun. Hey,
1: it's, it's all rock and good. roll, mate. It's all rock and roll, absolutely. And funny enough, you say about Liam Gallagher, he lives in my garden, is onto the back of his garden. There <laughs> we so, is. so, when we go on the pub, it's like. Manchester in the area, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both from Manchester and we're all around here. And also yeah. Ray, Ray Davis drinks in the pub as well. So oh, does he? Oh, you get oh, them empty, Since yeah. 30, yeah. year, 30 years ago when I walked down the street, I heard Ray live around here. 30-odd years ago when I moved in, I thought, fuck, that's Ray thing we not Yeah. yeah. And, and tired of waiting came in my head and other things. Yeah. You know, still got the original seat, But I've run him so many times and I drink him like to me that's a great honor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, amazing. We were gonna write a song together, but we're not gonna get it. Together. Oh,
0: but, you should do it, man. Yeah. Do it. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know.
1: It's not been well for a while, but uh, well, yeah, yeah well I was gonna say, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, hopefully that well that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be good, yeah. Oh, i
2: so far yeah. All right.
1: Okay. Then, yeah. Of course, all, all the best, man. Hi, hey, I hope we speak you, to you again. You. Been a pleasure. Been a thanks, pleasure. mate. Thanks, thank sense. you. Cheers, mate.
2: Bye.
4: Solve a problem you can't explain Standing on the corner, standing in the mansion's away and do you catch a dream you just can't find, yeah How you catch a star that calls you me? rain gets yeah. standing in the Manchester a rain standing in the Manchester a rain yeah rain in the man- Away, yeah, standing in the Manchester away, standing in the man, just away, yeah, standing in the man, just away, standing in the man, just away, yeah, standing in the man, just away, standing in the man.